Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnothaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Now entering Nerdist.com. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Welcome to Cashing In. I'm Cash Levy. We have T.J. Miller in the studio here with us today. It is so exciting. so exciting. T.J., as you know, you were a fallout. You were a last-minute replacement. I fell out and then replaced myself. I was originally a replacement for someone, but then I was a fallout, Right, and I replaced myself. And then you fell back in again. But we had Sean Connery, uh, who had agreed to come in. You did. And uh, yes, we, we had Sean Connery, and uh, unfortunately, he was downstairs. This is about half an hour ago, and the parking lot czar uh, towed his car. What? Yeah. The With him in lot, it? Dude, no. Jesus Actually, Christ. He wasn't in it at the time. I've always said that. Get out of your car if it's getting towed. He got very upset and uh, took a cab home, but before he left, <laughs> the, yeah, he allegedly got upset said, and then took a cab took home. A cab home. He what what it was is he came up to the studio and noticed his car was being towed. Went down, the car had been towed, and then he had words with the parking lot czar. And this is what he said: oh, no. Rule number one. How do I know you're a parking cop? <laughs> I can't believe he called him a parking cop because he's clearly a valet guy. You know, I mean, he's wearing exactly. the best. Exactly. I know. Rule number one. Yeah. So so what happens is when this Where, happens... Wh- who do you think you are? <laughs> Rule number two. <laughs> How much is it going to... Where are you towing it to? Is it right? Is it in Westwood? Which one is it? My favorite part of us calling this back all the time is we both do such horrific Sean Connery. Well, I'm not doing Sean Connery. <laughs> oh, you're not. I'm just doing me with marbles under my front upper lip. <laughs> oh. These marbles, they taste like fear. Because even Triscuit wouldn't try a uh, a Sean Connery impression. That's uh, that's some of the defamatory ads against Triscuit. Have been. Even Triscuit <laughs> wouldn't try it. Even Triscuit wouldn't try it. So do you get offended Paid when I just call you at the last minute and say, hey, can you fill in? Do you feel like I'm taking advantage of our friendship? I don't want to... I don't wanna, you know, I, I don't want to show my cards. I guess I'm okay. not. I'm not a poker player. Yeah, you're not going to you put know? your cards actually on the but table. I, if I was playing poker, yeah, I wouldn't turn them towards you. Lick the backs of them and put them on my forehead. Oh, like you, you do in, like you do in Vegas all like the time, like Native American poker. 
<laughs> people call it Indian poker are rude. Which is really rude. I know. Well, here's the thing, TJ. I don't want to show my cards, but I, I tend to, around this time that you record mm-hmm. every, you know, because you record on the same day at the right. same time. The exact same every time. Sample, every single week. Very, yeah. Every sample week, too. Every sample. Every time. You take a little bit of a week. Sometimes I just sample a week. You do. And then record. You'll have a Monday, Wednesday, and then some of a Saturday. Right. You know? It's a sample week. <laughs> Uh, I, I usually kind of hide out. There's a uh, there's a place across the way. It's a hair salon, and I hide out over there and pretend to be having a perm, a permanent. <laughs> Hold on, this is my. It's the perk. It's the perky attendant. Get out of here. Rule number one: You don't. Did you kick out Sean Connery? <laughs> Rule number two: If you did, which towing place was it again? <laughs> Where's my car? <laughs> So, so, so you actually you you sort of stake the place out just in uh, case. Yeah, I and call. I'll pretend to get a permanent. You know, I'll get all the foil in my hair, and mm-hmm. I'll get enough foil so that it's covering my eyes a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, I look like kind of a bitchy robot. Right, right. You Is that where you have your, yeah? Was that where you have your forehead beard worked on? I do. I have it highlighted. I got highlights on my forehead beard. <laughs> you know that just for men? The, yeah. The, sort of the beard. <laughs> do I know it? I live it. <laughs> That's a weird one to live. <laughs> do I know beard dye? I live it. <laughs> what else do you do for Talk a living? Talk about my life story. <laughs> I love when people say that. It's my life story. Yeah. Really? That's weird. Uh, here's the thing, TJ. So I was you come on line, at the yeah. last minute uh, all the time, but this is you know you've really dominated season one of catching. In. You think so? And I feel like people How are going to look back on this season. I feel like people are going to look back on season one. They'd be like, "That's the season that put TJ Miller on the map." The season one of cashing in, he was a major player in that season's development. Well, I don't, you know. Look, no, seriously, I, you've really contributed a lot to this show. Some people, primarily myself, say that modesty is my best quality. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. That's for you, Aunt Janice. If you're out there listening, and I know that you're not. But I, you know, I, I think, I hope I brought something to the I show. I just feel like you've blown up because of this show. It's made you a star. I'll bet your Twitter uh, account, I'll bet your Twitter just lights up every time we air an episode. You know, actually, I have noticed a pattern, mm-hmm. and that is that I have lost consistently two to 3,000 <laughs> followers after each episode. Every single episode. Yeah. And okay. it's, it's been really tough because then I, I've had to go out there and, you know, you know I, I, I deal with a super PAC that's funding my Twitter campaign. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I have to go out to this guy. He's an Indian billionaire. You know, he's a poker player. Made all his money in poker. Uh-huh. Indian poker? What? Excuse me? <laughs> Unbelievable. I bet that beard isn't even really black. You know what I like? You know what I like to do when you come into the studio? What do you love? I like to do the uh, triple, triple banger, banger lightning, lightning round. round. Question round. one. Uh, triple banger lightning round. Whoa. <laughs> Where'd that come from? So, what that's is that? Brand, that's brand new. That's all new. What did, did you that? Did you concoct that at your uh, at your hair studio? No, no. <laughs> I've, the, I've just been in the hair studio making hair beats. You know what I'm talking about. Just getting laying down some hair tracks. You know what I mean? I tracks of hair to find out how those I get Dre out beats? Of here. Are those Dre beats? It's all Dre beats. I like that. We're going to talk about that later, but first we're going to do the triple banger lightning round. I love it. That's a great... I love that... Uh, do you think the the listeners, the viewers, and listeners? Because some people look at some the, people watch. They some watch people their look iPod. at the iTunes yeah. bar as it slowly progresses. Yeah. They're watching the time. Mm-hmm. They're watching the title of the show. Right. They're watching the name of the episode. They're watching the show. Now they watch it. Definitely. I wonder what your viewers will think. You know, they should tweet. Tweet us. You know what you think of that. Yeah. And when you're watching, again, Matt. Do you want to yeah, hear it again? Try it again. 
triple banger lightning round. I'm always a big gong fan. I like the gong. Not like enough gong in music. At know? the end, it's true. And I, and I think that at the end, I like it feels like you've won a Dave and Buster's game where you only win two to three tickets. <laughs> yeah. You know, but it's still a dollar. Play yeah. it again. Can you play yeah. it one more time? Just Very triple banger lightning round. Just one ski ball. <laughs> it does feel like yeah. that. Well, I think you have one because I've got a great question here. Okay, you let's ready? Do it. Yeah, this is always the hardest. Okay. The phrase, crazy like a fox, Uh-oh. incredibly folksy or incredibly racist? Crazy. Is there a race of foxes? Got these right off the wire. <laughs> right off the wire! <laughs> Listen, buddy. Hot off the wire! <laughs> I don't, I don't like, make the news. I just report it. This came right out. Incredibly rude or incredibly racist? I think it's folksy. You think it's folksy? Yeah. What it is again? It's it's clever. incredibly folksy or incredibly racist. It's clever like a fox. Crazy like a fox. I don't know that I've heard crazy like a fox. Oh yeah, yeah. You, oh really? All the time. Matt in fact, there are yes. people that love that phrase so much they will jump in early. You haven't even finished saying the word crazy. You'll be like cray. They'll be like zing like a fox. <laughs> they really the jump. People that jump in. Those are the kind of people that say things like this country's going to hell in a handbasket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they like those two mm-hmm. phrases generally. But it's it's a very useful phrase. But I think foxes. I mean, it's a little bit derogatory towards the fox. Towards the oh, you're saying it's racist against the animal. Oh yeah, it's speciesist. It's it's speciesist. No, speciesist is false. Speciesist. That's specious. That's specious. Speciesist. I believe that's a species. Spurious. You know, spurious. when I'm going to say specious, I always say spurious because mm-hmm. I'm not a speciesist. Yeah. Does that make sense? Well, that would be. It can't possibly. <laughs> you know. It's this is why people listen to the show because sometimes it makes zero sense whatsoever. Yeah. And you know what? It'll make Our show is crazy, but it's, tra- it's crazy like a fox. <laughs> no, it's a compliment to the fox, right? It's it's a it's a way of saying you know, cra- foxes are supposed to be smart. So actually, I think it's it's crazy like a fox. You know, but like I you know I wonder what I wonder is if you're saying you know you just said you know because foxes are supposed to be smart. So if you're crazy like a fox. Then you're the the one thing that foxes are known for, which I thought that it was clever like a fox. That's what I thought it was. You know, now never heard that. You've never heard that. Matt never. hasn't either. Never. Clever like a it's fox. It's crazy like a fox. It's not clever like a fox. Foxes are clever though. They're not crazy. That's well. That's you know who's crazy. That's why. That's why it's a compliment to the fox. That's why I thought the whole thing would be funny to you know to insinuate it's racist. You know what's crazy? What's that? Like a fox <laughs> is, th- you know, thinking about foxes is crazy when really we should be talking about badgers. Mm. Badgers are crazy. <laughs> crazy like a badger. <laughs> That's what I say. What if we change the expression to badger like a fox? <laughs> <laughs> He's That's- badgering me like a fox. Yeah. <laughs> like a fox would. How? Let's, crazy. Let's have two animals in the same phrase. Crazy what? Crazy but- clever. He's badgering like a fox. He's a. No, just just badger like a fox. Badger like, like a fox. It. I, I like, like that. Okay. Triple banger lightning, lightning round. round. Question two. 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 Dancing. Enough! That's it. Let me do it again. Dancing. Enough! Um, I mean... Now, that, that, that one was for Sean Connery. 
That's because that's not really a question. That's more of a general, rule. Sorry, I just so started I a twist, fire. I was switching I just it up. a small brush fire switching. behind me. <laughs> there is some <laughs> rustling going on behind us. Well, that's and the it was fire that I started. I started a very small campfire uh, to to abate the foxes <laughs> that are going to be crazy trying to get up in this fucking sleeping bag. You've seen them. They know how to unzip it because they're clever. Then they sneak in and they go crazy on that dick. <laughs> Uh, that wasn't a question, so I'm not going to let you answer that. Dancing one. enough? Enough. That's yeah. a question. Well, if you use it, but dancing just, enough. Now, I, this is more of an, uh, uh, a statement. And that's why it's I, more of a tiny opinion. I thought that if I gave that sort of non-question to Sean Connery, he might answer with a rule which answered the question. That was my idea. That's but so then you came in and it got all screwed up. Yeah. So because you're no badger. Let me try that. And you're no fox. Do it again. Let me try it again. Okay. Dancing enough. Rule number one, no. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, rule, that is a rule. rule number one, no. <laughs> there, that's better. There it is. Do it again. Better. Whole thing. That's better. Dancing, enough. Rule number one, no. <laughs> that's there good. it is. Okay, so we did okay. it. Triple, Triple banger, banger lightning, lightning round. Question, question three. What items do you own that could end up in the antique road show? Hmm. And I don't have any options. You're not going to give me any. Not on this one. Okay. Let's I like to switch it up. I like to switch it up. What items do I own? I own a large Ronald McDonald head that was given to me by a comedian, Jeff Klinger, who's very funny mm-hmm. and uh, enjoys drinking and talking about women in a sensitive way. It's true. <laughs> I find that last part hard to believe. Well, you're going to find the first part hard to believe because he has no mouth. <laughs> now, I mean, this is, it's you know, he brought it in. And it's a great, when you give a gift yeah. and you're giving a gift and you don't know what to get somebody, it's always good for it to be sort of cumbersome to hold. Mm-hmm. I think you're never going to yeah. give a bad gift. If a gift is difficult to hold in your arms. And that person will always remember that gift. Of course. Because yeah. you want to enter with a cumbersomely large gift. I, I like gift. a gift that comes uh, on a crane. I like it to be cucumbersome. You know, I like a man holding a cucumber so big he, he doesn't know where to, how do I, where should my hands be? This cucumber is almost too big. So this this cucumber is almost a two man operation. <laughs> so he came in with this giant Ronald McDonald head, and he yeah. said, "Hey, you know, this is your birthday present." I said, "Where did you mm-hmm. get that?" And he said, "I don't want to talk about it," which I thought was a great answer. <laughs> and now it's in my. I think that would probably fetch a pretty high because it's a, it's an old timey one. I mean, it looks like it's circa nineteen fifties, nineteen sixties. Does he? Does does it? Did it remind him of you for some reason? This uh, it did. You know, I think he thought that I could did, wear it. Or was as he a like late to your, your gift giving? And he was like, "I got to get something quick." And he was at the drive-through window, and he actually pulled a Ronald McDonald head. He just grabbed off it off the wall at it, the. It doesn't look like it's from a current. You know, I mean, it looks like he went to an antique place and bought it. Yeah, because sometimes it's obvious someone has not gone out of their way to get your gift. I mean, what kind of gifts would, like, would that Well, be? like if they have, say, a uh, fast food bag, mm-hmm. you know, as they show up, and then they give you... They're like, a, I got uh, you three jack-in-the-box mega munchers. Exactly. You know, mm-hmm. and that's your gift. It's kind of obvious. Or sometimes somebody will give me something from their house. You know, you can clearly tell us from their house. It's a monogram towel with their name on it. Exactly. You know, yeah. it's a picture of them and their wife and their stepchildren. <laughs> That's you know I, I can feel you didn't really take a lot of time to get the gift. Yeah, but this Ronald McDonald head. I think he thought that it would fit over my it's head. A, I like it when I get a gift. It's obviously a gift, like a shirt 
giveaway mm-hmm. that they must have got that was you know launched through a shirt cannon. Yeah, it says like Bill's Bachelor Party 2006. Exactly, and it yeah. has pictures of that friend. And, on the, it. and and Bill is crossed out, and also Bachelor Party, and it says TJ's birthday. And they give it to you. Yeah. yeah. So it's clearly been given to me. I erased it. And then I gave it back to them. And then they gave it to you. Rule number one is regifting okay. Regifting's fine if someone gets married a few times. Like I have a friend that got married three times. And the third time, I just said, you know, that toaster I gave you the first wedding, just keep using it. <laughs> I mean, said, let's, let's, that be yeah. let's be real here. Let's be real here. I'm not going to keep giving you gifts. I think on a fourth on a fourth marriage, you should receive a gift for coming. You should to the get wedding. a gift yes, for coming. I, I agree. really do agree. I agree. I think he gave me that giant Ronald McDonald head so that he thought I could fit it, but I have a very large head. I don't know if you know this about me. It's a larger the circumference. I'm well, it makes your ears seem small, which they're not. Don't be insecure about that. <sighs> you know, I wish that I. I know you. I knew. What, it seems ears. like you were saying something negative just then, but I can't hear you because my ears are so small. You have tiny, tiny, misshapen, deformed ears. Can't hear. People I can't hear. Can't them. hear a goddamn people word. Can't you're see saying. them because your head I, is so I am abnormally large. Three feet away from you, and I can't hear a thing. But I do have a ten-gallon cowboy hat on. <laughs> I saw it when I looked out the window. I saw it. you were over at the uh, hair studio, and I saw your hat first. Jeff Klinger. I think chips and dip. People were eating off the top of it. <laughs> A sombrero. It was a Tostito hat. (laughs) It came with the cheese dip in the hat band. We already did that joke like five episodes ago, but we're just going to start repeating episodes. Yeah, we can't imagine you listening to all of it. I think it's funny. I think you wanted me to put it over my head as a mask to terrify children, because that would be terrifying. Yeah, that would. To see not only Ronald McDonald's head on a human man, but also a 1950s Ronald McDonald. Mm Mm-hmm. Just seems so. I think on the Antique Roadshow, I, I feel like I would fetch a pretty hefty forty-five dollar okay. price tag. You know what, buddy? I'm going to do an auxiliary round here because I just enjoy this so much. This is the triple banger lightning round. Triple banger auxiliary round. Wow, I didn't, know, didn't even know we had one of those. I mean, I had no idea. And at the very end, you won uh, Donkey Kong Junior. <laughs> Oh, that was really exciting. Yeah, I didn't know we had that. Auxiliary round. Better place to rob, Jamba Juice or Yogurt Land? I think I mean, this is pretty clear cut. Oh, by the way, my it? antique roadshow thing would be a... Uh, a whole uh, shirt? All my shirts. They're all I mean, antiques. You're wearing a shirt now that I can see some They're holes all forming. <laughs> They're all antiques. You know, you have one right above the pocket, yeah, and it's, yeah. just, it's on its way. It's starting. Yeah. yeah, no, I think a shirt should just fall off your body. That's how it ends. Yogurt land. Yeah, yogurt land, or, yeah, you got to do, because that gives you street credibility. I mean, yeah. you, you robbed a whole land? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's I own take, yogurt land. Yeah. And then you know what I do is, what I'll do is, because at a Jamba Juice, it's like, you know, you never know who's Well, it doesn't take that much courage, Jamba Juice, because they've got those immunity boosts. So if you drink a lot of those, you have total immunity. Drink one of those, the cops will fire on you. You won't feel a goddamn thing. <laughs> That's right. You can't, sometimes I'll just go into Jamba Juice and just be like, here's a canister, fill it up with immunity. I'm about to go off to the four floors of horrors, and it's all you can poke And it's night. just, yeah, I like, I like a, a smoothie that's mostly an immunity boost. I'll have immunity boost with just... A, uh, you know what? Can I just have an immunity boost shake with a uh, peach boost? Just put one single peach in it, and I'll try and drink that powder. How can they claim they're selling immunity? Don't you think it's a little? 
I tried to false advertising. They are saying boost. They're just saying it will boost. It's just going to immune you. It's going to a little bit. It's free. You basically are immune. They're selling superpowers over there. I think yeah. It's more sort of an antibacterial and viral thing. It's trying to strengthen your immune. Of course, Yogurtland is saying we're an entire country of yogurt. Well, I did. I robbed land. a Yogurtland when I was did sixteen. You? Yeah, I was much younger. Just the toppings, or the whole thing? Yeah, well, I was younger, so I just went for the toppings. But I came in and I had a I had a sawed-off shotgun, and I said. Give me every fucking sprinkle in this place. Don't hold out on me. And the guy just looked at me and said, You can take our yogurt land, but you can never take our yogurt freedom. And I said, What is that? And he said, It's the freedom to choose what yogurt you eat and what toppings. And I said, Yeah, no, of course no one can take that from you. No one can take it from me either. And he goes, But you can take our yogurt land. <laughs> Uh, did you go to Jamba Juice first? So you had some immunity before you went to Yogurtland? You know, That's I one went way to, to Jamba Juice first, but instead of getting the immunity boost, I got a protein boost. So I was shot six times in the chest, and I fell over. But I also I felt like I had energy that really lasted. You know, I didn't have that carb crash. Sometimes I feel like your stories are spurious or specious. I think you're being specious. <laughs> Guys, I tried to rob a Jamba Juice once, but the uh, those blenders were so loud they couldn't hear what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> just so you just like, three point line. You just like shamefacedly laughed. Swish. You're like, oh, yeah. I, they didn't hear me. All right, uh, give me all your, give me all. Your, Okay, what are you doing? Anybody? Is that a large? Yeah, is that a large? Wait, listen to me. Ooh. Happy Jamba! Happy Jamba! Do they yell happy Jamba? Do they, they say do. happy Jamba? They say something like happy Jamba. They yell something like that. I am almost positive they've never said happy Seriously, Jamba. Seriously, they yell something when they give you your juice. This is because I went there heart. yesterday. This is where I came up with this brilliant idea this for the triple banger auxiliary round. What, for the crazy like a fox? No, that because was Because this that was, is that was, as spurious as the crazy like a fox. <laughs> now, I can't trust that that is a real thing. This whole story is badgering like a fox. No one one says, happy Jamba. (laughs) They do. They haven't. They say Jamba Joy or happy Jamba. They do. One time a guy said, one time a guy was like, hey, I'm kind of sad. I'm kind of sad. Can I have my Jamba? And the guy, the the guy, the employee said, happy Jamba. And they fired him (laughs) because they were like, don't ever say that. Oh, you get fired for that now. I mean, I don't know. You get fired for not doing the limbo at Southwest. Yeah, I'm immune from these statements because <laughs> I had a whole just vat of it. I just said, fill it up. I think yogurt land. I have an IV unit with Jamba immunity in it. You know? You're saying it's Jamba now? India. Ja- Happy Jamba. They do say that. Seriously. Look. Deshay Shay. When I, when That's I think the new Deshay Shay. go, happy Jamba. Deshay Shay. Deshay Shay. <laughs> and then if you order like a multiple, like a, a really big one, they go, that's they're most excited about that. Yeah, it's so weird really how you're so much jungle. better than that. I can't. I've practiced my whole life. You're you're sort of. I'm new to it. You're questionable. You're new to it. I'm new to you the. Do, you say it's so awkward. It's kind of touching. It makes me feel like sad for you because, but also kind of optimistic because you have so much to live for it's when like you get little, it, when you really perfect it. It's like a little autistic kid. You yeah, know, at just his learning first his first words. Yeah. Speaking of uh, first, his first words, words at his first dance. Yeah. <laughs> hey, buddy. Let's move on to. Uh, to where were you? Okay. Um, I'm going to start because mm. I had a great experience. Apparently, I'm some kind mm. of uh, returning hero in Santa Rosa, California. Uh, wow. I yeah, they call me the Bandit. 
No, they don't. The Running Bandit. Oh, they, they do, do call you that. The Running Bandit. The Running Bandit. I was um, told to never come back to Santa Rosa. Have I told you the story? I did a, I a so. show there. I did. No, I don't think I told you this. Yeah. I, I did a show there about 15 years ago at the Sweet River Saloon. And there was this, uh, which is a great place to do comedy. I, I like to do comedy any place with the word saloon. I was going to say, the end of it. that was your first mistake. Yeah. Saloon. Sweet River Saloon. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like a good place. It's a weird one because it doesn't seem tough. There's nothing tough about Sweet River, but it does seem real country redneck. It, it was. It's pretty redneck out there. Uh, it was like uh, I did the show and there was this baby in the crowd. And the baby was crying. He was in the back of the room. Fucking infants. And he was crying very loudly. And, uh, you know, I started ripping on the baby. I couldn't see the baby, but I'm like, shut that baby up. And, I, you know, I wasn't a very experienced comic. Perhaps I didn't do it in the most tactful manner as I would now. I wasn't badger like a fox back then. But you weren't you weren't so bad. I mean, you didn't say, you know, 50 years ago, baby, you would have been strung up in a mobile upside down no. with a with a pacifier up your ass. <laughs> no, you that was You didn't Michael Richards it. I didn't. I didn't go that far, but I did say that that baby has three mouth, three heads, and all three mouths are crying. That's wow. how it sounds. Like I just kind of ripped on the baby a little bit how like the baby itself was louder than a normal baby. I did probably say that. Um, did you call it an ugly baby? I may have suggested that, but I never came out and said it. But I may have suggested it looked ugly. like the, a McDonald's head from 1950. <laughs> I may have suggested that. It's such a specific reference that years later would come into play on this yeah, very show. Yeah, it's so weird. It's so, so weird strange. that those both came. You know, I said, I don't like your perm. I said that to the baby. Uh, basically, I called back it. everything we've done previously on this show uh, yeah. that night. Forcefully. Even though, yeah, forcefully. So after the show, I had a pretty good set. It actually saved my set things were going that well uh believe it or not before that and this guy came up and he uh said you know he said i'm gonna kill you no and yeah and this is i swear to god this is true he said i'm gonna kill you this is uh and he had a bunch of people around him and uh he i i you know you're kind of cocky after a show i kind of made it worse i was like you brought a baby to the show i think you knew what you were getting into (laughs) and there were a lot of people around he's 10 times your size i'm I'm gonna kill you he's very calm about it actually and then he left, and the uh, the staff was like, you know, he's 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 the head of a, a gang, and they are going to kill you. Uh, and they and we looked out, and they were waiting in the parking lot, oh and they're like, we're going to have to call the police. You're going to have to, you know, we're going to have to. You're not going to be able to get out of here without the police. So the police came, and I actually got oh a police God. escort I out. Of, heard this. I got a police escort out of Santa Rosa. They actually drove, and I walked out into the parking lot. They were surrounding me, and then, of course, I had a show at the Sweet River the following evening. No. And I called my friend Dan, and the staff there. Everyone, the manager was like, "Don't, don't come back to Santa Rosa." He's like, "Don't." This, you know, this is going to take a while to die Jesus. down. This was a gang. They all knew about this gang. They, why do you have a gang at your show? Don't tell me about gangs to your show. I understand Groupon is, is a great thing and you, know, you want to give out some free tickets, but just don't don't try to get the gangs to come. You know what I mean? It doesn't, yeah. doesn't know, really make us the comfortable. Cheap gangs that are all using Groupons together. <laughs> you know, like, hey, Billy, I just got the greatest deal on a comedy show with Sweet River Saloon. Let's blow the rest of this fucking meth. Shoot an off-duty police officer and go get some yucks. Bring the baby. Is little baby Johnny awake or is he asleep? Did you finish giving him a tattoo? You know, people say that's why he always cries, but I, I disagree. I think it's building character for him to give him forehead tattoos that say beard. 
Uh, so I, then I, what I did was I called my friend Dan Lewis, who's a, a fantastic comedian. I don't know if he's back in the business again. He, he kind of stopped doing it for a little while. I think he might be back. But Well, he was in, in hiding. Anyway, I called him and I said, I, I'd like you to do the show. He doesn't look at all remotely like me. And, I, and he went and did the, the, the show the following night. And I've never been back to Santa Rosa until last week. So it was good to get back. That's crazy. And they were like a little, little blur. There was a little, I did a couple of radio interviews. There was a little blurb about it. And uh, a lot of people came out to the show and I did didn't see the gang. I mean, I think 15 years. I think people. I think people have calmed down. But I was a little nervous. I was a little. I think it was a good call. I'll tell you what I was nervous about: the baby himself, the three-headed baby. <laughs> like I was afraid he would. You know, that's the last thing you'd hear. Oh, really? You know, my head looks like a McDonald's from the 50s head. Okay, and then it's the last thing. Didn't and say and that. You would have the three, not perfectly. No, I didn't. The, didn't really know that. A three-headed baby didn't always has a forked tongue. I mean, that is six tongues coming at you. You know what I mean? That's right. I think it was a good move not to get somebody that looked exactly like you. <laughs> there are a couple comedians that look very similar to you who are headliners. Yeah. And if you invited one of those people, I mean, that would be the worst thing ever to be leaving a show. You feel a little cocky. You know, yeah. you're walking sure out. You do. Sure you do. And this guy comes up to you and he's like, remember last night? I said I was going to kill you. And you're like, no, no what are you I talking about, man? And he's like, for making fun of that baby, that three-headed baby. You don't like, remember I, that? I don't no, understand. Actually, I don't remember that at all. Hey, buddy, you know what? Last night you brought a baby to another guy's show who looks exactly <laughs> like me. I, I think you knew what you were getting at. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Well, so wait, how did they receive you when you came back to Santa Rosa? It was fine. It was fine. I actually told an abbreviated uh, version of that story, and it, it was fine. They were... I just said I haven't been to Santa Rosa in a while. That was during my Q&A section. I always do a Q&A at the it, end. It was, you know, when you're a celebrity of my stature, <laughs> I like to pull up a stool. Sometimes I do it just to, to open the show. Sometimes I don't do any jokes. Is it the, just pull up a stool and just do a q and Isn't that the worst? Any questions? I think that's the worst. Just at the end of a show being like, do you have any questions for me about my career or things that I've done? <laughs> I'm so important. Can you just ask me questions so I feel even more uh, grand? Even more important. Yeah. Well, that's because they did that. I went back to Denver. You I did, was, yes. I was in Denver. And it, you know... It's, it wasn't quite the same reception. I mean, you know, I'm from Denver. Mm-hmm. I try and really represent it. Very popular. I, I wish I would have had a Santa Rosa reception. But I didn't. I got back there for a, a taping of um, a podcast with, mm-hmm. uh, with Doug Benson, mm-hmm. which, you know, I didn't feel. Sometimes I do those podcasts, and, you know, you, you, it's hard not to feel self conscious mm-hmm. when you don't feel like you've, you've really dropped a hot pod. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah, dropping hot yeah, pods. I mean, if you're dropping <laughs> hot yeah. pods, you're laying down the steaming yeah. hot pods. You know what I like to do after I after I drop down a sizzling pod? What I like to go taste it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. When you drop down a, a, a custom fit tasted pod, <laughs> it's the tastiest, the tastiest, the tastiest morsel. custom fit pod. Yeah, the, the hottest f- pod. When you, when you feel the tenderness. Yeah, you just walk out of there and you feel good. It's true, you feel a little embarrassed when you don't do you know quite as hot a pod. The kind of pods that are so Sizzling hot pod. that when you're walking through a crowded room holding onto those podcasts, spicy going, hot hey, pod, hot pods coming through, <laughs> spicy hot pod. And these are the spiciest hot. pods. Get some pod. water, spicy hot pod coming through. In fact, you might need some milk. This pod's so spicy hot. <laughs> so you didn't feel like it was yeah, spicy you, hot. You can't, and you know it's so that's tough because you're you know these things exist in perpetuity. That's the new weird. 
mm-hmm. aspect of podcasts is that you know a live radio show. That's I think why those morning DJs are such idiots because everything they say just kind of you know goes into the ether immediately after somebody hears it on the way to work. Well, that's how I felt about last week. I felt a little weird about it, you know, because we were you know yeah. we, you it was a twelfth episode. It was our twelfth episode. We were I was in the Space Needle, and uh, you know I'm not we as experienced with that. Yeah, but I think you know that's that, I think that's part of it though because I think that one of the cool things about dropping hot pods super hot pods the hottest spiciest sizzling spicy hot potter sizzling spicy pods (laughs) (laughs) spicy hot potter I mean, it's not even know, pot anymore. It's know, potter. When it's when it is getting when it's getting real hairy, you know, bedroom like a fox pot. Yeah, you know what? It's getting real hairy in the foxhole. I'm making nom references now. That's a hairy potter. That's a hairy potter. That pod's got some wordplay. <laughs> that pod's got some English on it. I love Sometimes it. Sometimes I walk out and I say that. I'm like, how is the pod? It had some English on it. I think it. you have to live if you if you're dropping a hot pod. Some of these pods are going to be more tepid. They're yeah. going to be warmer pods. I know. Lukewarm some pod. of them are going to be bordering on the colder pods. There's side. some luck involved when we're improving and we're just kind of yeah, fine by the seat of our proverbial pants. I just appreciate people. I think that audiences need to do the same thing that artists need to do, which is kind of not not hold themselves or their you know the, the people that they're consuming their stuff to a lower standard, but they just have to be more open to the idea that everything is a little more raw. Nothing can be as refined. Well, that's what I was talking to Matt about. The the technology that would live amongst today. I was talking to Matt about how the whole whole structure of entertainment's changed, where it's become more... Quantity than quality to some extent. I'm not saying that in a, in a mean spirited way. I'm no, saying that people are releasing tons of things. Uh, there's, you know, I used to think I just want my TV footage online. I don't want any like footage from uh, clubs, that kind of thing, because you know the TV yeah. footage is a little bit more representative of you know whatever. And, but really, people are releasing so much, and you can't stop it. That at a certain point, maybe uh, we need to accept that you're not going to be going. Uh, Quality quite as much as quantity now. I mean, that has always been my mantra: is quantity over quality. You know, leave them wanting less. That that, that that's what I say in my workshops, in my seminars, in my seminars that are about doing workshops. (laughs) I have a couple workshops on throwing better seminars. You know, it's it's, it's a constant thing. I do them weekly. Yeah, I've noticed that. For me, yeah, I think you got to. You know, it's. You think it hurts your business? You do it from the uh, from the hair studio. You know, not as much while you're doing your perm. I'm doing some sort of group trust building exercises (laughs) about being able to take the seminars and workshops (laughs) in the parking lot. But it's very small. It's almost a Chipotle parking lot. (laughs) Hot pod coming through. (laughs) Yeah, but I think I really feel like uh, hot potter is every. Steaming uh, spicy hot pod. Yeah, I, so I, I think that people need to be okay with everything being a little bit more raw. And if you see some people come up to me and they say, "Hey, I saw your videos in the Laugh Factory YouTube channel." And I didn't even really understand that they were taping shows and putting that stuff up. And I think there was a time, especially Sarah Silverman, a lot of people would say, "Hey, you know, you can't be watching my stuff; it's not ready to present." I think now we sort of have to be okay with the fact that. You know, you're going to see my material before it's really ready to be on an hour special or in an album. Mm-hmm. And you're also going to see it more often. You're going to see a joke many more sure. times than you would have. I'm still years not ago. really. I'm still not. This conversation, even though you know, I know logically it's it's quantity over quality. I st- it still does make me uncertain. When we when we first did these podcasts, I thought like, well, we're going to have to edit out all the 
ridiculous yeah. parts where I can't say a word correctly, which seems to happen. Then, a lot. then you'd have and to I'd, edit the podcast, the entire from podcast, the American and just conscious. release yeah. complete uh, just silence. Silence, which still would be fun to watch. I think with, for the people out there that are watching the podcast, that wouldn't have changed. It things. would focus. You fo- it would on focus on the visual aesthetic. The visual yeah, exactly. part. I think that's what people like best mm-hmm. about our podcast mm-hmm. uh, is the visual part. But um, let's move it along to the. Uh, you know what? Let, let's move it along to the, our Tweetalize section, uh, because I don't know if we have time for the essential questions. Uh, we'll have to double back if we do have time. But the Tweetalize section, uh, that's our working title. Until they think of a better name for it, this is Tweetalize. Yeah, and some people refer to it as taking it to the tweets. And I think listeners of your... Listeners of your... Taking it to the tweets. Taking it to the tweets. You don't know me, but I'm your brother. I don't know if you noticed, but the sound that I was doing... Is a bald eagle that's a little drunk, you know? Yeah. I think, you know, viewers, if you like, if you like the, I mean, did you yeah, guys like that? Let Tweet us. Know us how you feel. Post yeah. on the Facebook thing. Review the show. It helps us so much if you just yeah. take, when I mean, you're listening right now, you can Oh, and thank you for doing it so far. I know some people have written some wonderful things. We really appreciate it. Some and people have written some terrible things, and they've sent it to me directly over my website. And I just want to ask you guys, if you do have a bad review and you want to send it to me directly, it's okay. Do it over the website. But please, I would refer to me just as TJ, TJ Miller, even T. Gay Butler. Yeah, you know what, buddy? Really not, but I don't like uh, jam jocket. Okay. Shit for nose. Mm -hmm. Breast eyes. Stupid neck. Yeah. No, I know those are hurtful things. Fat but unappealing dick. That's completely hyphenated. That is a completely hyphenated moniker they've given me. Right, I I noticed that. But I saw that online. But V-neck, more like dick sweat. (laughs) Was one of them. But cheeks are- where your chin should be. Okay? <laughs> Two cheeks where your chin should be. And that is not hyphenated. But at least these are just uh, these are just online. I mean, I, I got heckled by a, a skywriter the other day. Ugh. That's, that's hurtful. That is the when worst. When you look up in the sky. And somebody's just writing, hey, great shirt. Would you like some shirt with your hole? Yeah. That's Well, did you see it? Yeah, yeah, that's what it said. And then at the end, it said "dash garbage cock." Yeah, which did make me feel good. Cash, I think it's time for some full disclosure. Yeah. I think that it's really stupid when people say full disclosure. Oh, thank you for doing that. Also, I was the one who hired that guy right here. Yeah, but that's a separate thing. You, you know? know what, buddy? Tweetalize is a it's a segment where we we kind of analyze what's been written online by by you yourself okay. or me. And this one really interested me because apparently at about one thirty or 2 in the morning recently, you wrote on your Twitter account, mm-hmm. uh, anybody still that awake? That is where I tweet. That mm-hmm. is. That's exactly where Primarily. you Primarily. Just like I'll come to Climax. Sometimes I tweet on a notepad and just hope people find it <laughs> later. You just yeah. throw it into the air. Yeah. It's yeah. called a diary. Uh, anybody still awake who can video themselves licking their own elbows? You wrote that. Mm-hmm. What went on that night before you wrote that? Full disclosure, Cash. Mm-hmm. Why don't you I, disclose fully? 
I don't understand why people don't ever do partial disclosure. Mm-hmm. That's always been a thing for me. It's like, why? And I want, I want everyone to know this. Sometimes I do a monster partial disclosure. That's a huge partial disclosure. Yeah, I'll do a monster right after dropping a hot, tasty so, licks pod. Per- <laughs> hot, tasty licks pod. <laughs> tasty, buttering licks. The podcast. <laughs> That's got to be your 20-minute every Wednesday, just you. It's time for the Tasty Buttery tasty Licks Tasty Buttery pod. Licks. How about I do a podcast every Wednesday where I just, I don't say anything. I just do, you know, the, the whole, you know, jump on the ground and stomp on the ground. You know, just uh, yeah, you just do a long radio tag. Dump and snap and bingo. John, Paul, George, and Ringo. And I just do all tags, the whole, all radio setups. Take a triple dip and move those hips. It's coming up. No tits, big hips. I love that. Dancing word bird contest. Give it up in half an hour. Maybe I'll call you. You know, Cash, I I do. I want to do a partial disclosure here. Mm -hmm. Okay. I want to partially disclose that I did have a gambling problem for a long time in my life. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was about from age 13 to age uh, 17. It was those four years. And that's Mm -hmm. a critical time in your life. And I, you know, a lot of kids were getting into beer. Mm-hmm. They were drinking alcoholic uh, beverages. Yeah. Well, hold on. Not just okay. Juices mm. with with too much immunity boosters. Too much. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. Yeah. They were smoking marijuana. Immunity overload. Marijuana. Oh yes, that's a Hawaiian marijuana. I always pronounce yeah. it marijuana. Is it the Hawaiian ground you know, yeah, marijuana? Yeah, it's, it's some of that Maui. It's Maui okay. Huna, huna, huna. You, you ever have? A huna. lot of people have that Maui wowie. I have that Maui. It's all right. Have you it's ever not, smoked? It's not the, wow, but yeah. it's mm, yeah. The, Maui me. Mm, have you ever smoked the Hawaiian humu humu nuku nuku apu ah ah? I have, but I've only smoked it once because it takes so long to say. Yeah, you it know, takes I, a while. <laughs> you say it, but the time you're done saying it, most of your guests have left from the party. Makuda, <laughs> Yeah, hey, what kind of weed is that? Is that that fire shit? Yeah, it's a makuda ayankua utrapu ayanakomawi alright. Ukumo ayato ayokuayata akamaya nakaya hoyaka hoyaya clear skies but a dark moon apu Yes. You got to have a second guy say the very end. Yeah, just the ending. Because you get you it run out so of breath. Hard you need a second person. Marijuana. You have to smoke that with a friend because the, your friend has to, you know, finish the explanation of what kind of weed it is. Because it takes so long to say, you lose your breath. You, what do you want to smoke something that you don't know what it is? Somebody yeah. just handed you a bottle of liquor and yeah. you said, "What kind of alcohol is this?" And yeah. they said, "Makuna." Okay, so so buddy, partial. Monster disclosure here. What you're saying is you were uh, under the influence of something. Uh, no, not under the influence of anything. Okay. A lot of these, a lot of my when friends were this, getting into that in high school. Their, no, I was under the influence of anything. I'm trying to tell you, when I, from 13 to 17, I had a gambling problem where I lost. I mean, thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was it was my own money that I made lawn mowing, mm-hmm. but it was also my parents' money, mm-hmm. my aunt Janice's is his money. Mm-hmm. Okay. I lost so much of my aunt Janice's. Both, both, Anna, movie. both no. answered in no. Janice? Her name used to be Janice's. Oh, because I thought and there were two had, aunts She had Janice to sell four letters, two I's and two S's she off sold. of her own first uh, name. That's when things get bad. It gets bad and when you sell letters. Now she's just Aunt Janice. Yeah. Because I took yeah. money from her. A skywriter heckled me. I just wanted to remind you. I understand go on, that. Go on, go on. And I'm saying I may have paid for that to happen. You understand? Full disclosure. Partial disclosure. I, I really, I had a gambling problem where I would bet people $50 that I could lick my own elbows. 
Really? And I couldn't stop doing it. Every day I would bet takes people a lot of I dexterity. met someone on the street. Takes well, dexterity. it's impossible, I think. Oh, you can't do it? But I believe in my... Can you? Let's see you try and do it right now. I'm going to try. Right. trying. Oh. Oh. Almost. Not quite. If I had three heads like that baby. So, I, you know, for years I was doing that. I went to rehabilitation, which is what I call rehab, because calling it rehab is fucking lazy. Mm-hmm. I went to rehabilitation, <laughs> and I went in, and, you know, I spent six months in there. I, I got to a better place. I started, you know, you got to start slow. I started betting people that I could kiss my knuckles, and I, I am able to do that, so I won a little money for a while there. But, you know, I I, sat, I swore to myself and I swore to my family. That's isn't, that isn't as difficult. I swore to my family that I would never. No, you know what? I can do it right now. I just Ooh, did that it. That was impressive. Yeah. And I did all, all four. Right a lot of people then. can't do that. It's all four. You have a big head, though. <laughs> yeah, I don't think a lot of people <laughs> could do that. Mm-hmm. In any event, you got up. Now, let me ask you, after you said that tweet, because we, we talked about and I never really got to my point last week about, about sleep, yeah. you know, and how really the, the worst part of the day is often waking up. I never got to the point because I was in, in this. Mm-hmm. I was in the in denver but i but my point was that we need to value sleep what time did you get up the next day what time did you after tweet? this tweet you tweeted about 2 a.m well you know what happened was, what's the latest you can wake up without feeling like an asshole i just want to i want to you know sometimes you wake up at like two or three in the no, afternoon you I, feel I like think a if, jerk. You're, if you're waking up after if you're waking up for the first time after noon you need to see a doctor <laughs> Anyone can wake up at eleven thirty and then go back to sleep and get up at three and be like, and then I went back to sleep and I didn't wake up till three. That's not that's a story. Saying, Hey, I woke up today at four thirty. You should just get slapped in the face. And they're like, and 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 what have you been doing for sure. our society? Okay. Now I'm not sure I agree with you. And let me let me we're the only species that has alarm clocks. Yeah, because yeah. we're the only species that works. Yeah, but you I know, think there's no there's no porpoise that's like oh, fuck. I got to get up by eight tomorrow. That's because what the I'm boss saying. Wants me I'm to saying that if we're so evolved as a species, why do we have a machine that wakes us up? Why why don't we have, why don't we set up a society and a system with which where we sleep until we wake? Because nobody, like every other species, because nobody really, except for the rooster, because nobody really which is the animal alarm clock. It's true. Because nobody wants to. Work. That's the trade-off for agriculture and not having to hunt for food and constantly make shelter is that we all have to work more than we'd like to, you know. And that's what the genesis of the alarm clock was. Okay. But that the the, the genesis of that tweet was, and I'm just going to do partial disclosure here, okay. but night terror. Yeah. Woke up, cold sweat, mm-hmm. remembering Danny DeVito was going to come to dinner, but he couldn't find our booth. Uh, okay, and okay. Uh, you know sometimes when you have something that traumatic, whether it be real or a night terror, you can throw you back into old bad habits. Sure. And so I got back into the gambling, and that you can, night you spiraled. I started there. I tweeted it. Nobody was. A couple of people sent some videos, sure, but that's not going to feed that. It hunger. spiraled. Not of an addict. So I went out, and you know I, I was just walking around the streets late at night, going up to people saying, "I'll give you fifty bucks if I can if I can lick my elbows," which doesn't even make sense. <laughs> Why would I give someone fifty dollars if I could? <laughs> you had a gambling problem. I was in Vegas. I'm going to go to one of my tweets on Tweet Alive. I was in Vegas recently too. Yeah, we should be looking at your tweets. Yeah, well, we are. We're going to do one here. Uh, crazy night. This is me tweeting. Crazy night. Apparently, I agreed to let the casino hold on to all my money, with the understanding I can win it back today. Wow. So I had some trust in the casino. I gave them my money to hold, and they were okay with it. And you know, I you know I, I I let them hold it at the blackjack table and a couple other places. 
And then what I did was I uh, decided to go back. Here's my question to you. Yes. Why why do we have such a negative impression of degenerate gamblers? Mm-hmm. And yet these sort of stock trader, money mover people are perfectly reasonable members of our society that we respect. They're not even gambling their own money. Yeah. They're just gambling other companies' monies, this type of thing. I mean, they- And yet degenerate gamblers are considered... No, actually, degenerate gamblers have more courage. They're at least... Uh, gambling there at least they have a fun problem yeah and you know they they have no relationships their life has gone in the shitter these these day traders are considered reasonable members of our society yeah, why is that's it? the same the stock market is the same as gambling. it's the same thing it's so just, you agree with me well, you know it's really frustrating to me and I want to talk about a tweet another tweet that I saw you do. Okay. okay but you know for me I, I feel like it's the same thing with addiction. It really, I mean, just across the board. I think with addiction, you know, we really have this. It's totally okay to be like, oh, if I don't have my morning coffee, I go crazy. What you're really saying is, I'm addicted to caffeine. I have mm-hmm. to have coffee every day throughout the day. Otherwise, it has a, a, an effect on my well being and my mood, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And my body. I feel I have a headache. I have a, you know, cigarette is, oh, God, he's going to smoke a cigarette. Okay, whatever. You know, I got to have a cigarette after sex. Certain things are okay. But then, if you're sort of like a heroin addict, I'm not. But if you're a heroin addict, addict that's you know has it under control but is going in and out of methadone and tr- dealing with that addiction you could never tell anybody that you'd right. never say that right. you'd be ostracized from your family from society you'd be the black sheep i think it's weird how culturally you know marijuana used to be this horrible in the 50s everyone thought oh that is that's might as well be crack you know but now it's 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 totally changing it's going to be different. I think eventually alcohol will be a thing that people sort of look down on if you're a big drinker, but they'll be okay with you being into other stuff like yeah, Pilates. Yeah, we, we talk about this a lot about these fucking Pilates addicts. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God, if I didn't do my Pilates, I just lose my mind and I loot and I steal from my grandparents. <laughs> just, yeah, just to just to support that uh, nasty habit. Disgusting. But that's for a whole other addiction. episode. But I do yeah. agree with you that I think people, there's a lot of things we talk about this and I want to continue to talk about it on the show. There's things we will look back on in our society and be surprised that in this day and age we were still doing. And it's gay marriage thing. And, well, things of that nature, uh, high heels, uh, our prison situation. Uh, no, seriously, high heels are, are the same. I mean, really, though, we, yeah, let's we, we make heels. fun of... Well, Put we make that fun prison of, situation okay, we, we make, talk about the real Okay, issues. we make fun of binding people's... You know, we, we talk about how they used to bind people's feet and, you know, uh, in, in, in China and how, how cruel that was, and yet women are walking around in, in 9-inch, 12-inch, 14, 15-inch high heels and completely ruining their feet just... For no reason, I, I think it's. Uh, I think we're gonna look back and I go, really, women did that. You know, that was strange. I think we might, but I think women do like wearing high heels. They might, don't you, ladies? I, I've heard it's quite painful. Ladies, tell us it is painful, but that's what I always wonder because I'll go out with a girl and she'll be like, "Look, I can't stand up too long in these shoes," and it's kind of like, "Well, then why are you wearing them?" Well, they made the choice. I mean, they have more comfortable shoes. I think it's a societal thing, you know? Yeah. No, I'm saying that that societal thing will change. I think in 200 years, we'll look back on it. I think we're going to feel that way about makeup. 
I really do. I think that makeup sort of sets the feminist movement back a little bit in terms of like women are are so beautiful without the makeup. We're, we're already we're going to see Not all of we're going to see. I mean, have you seen Nancy uh, Grace without well, makeup? Besides she her, looks like she's a dump the truck. Hit she the does. Shovel. She does. She's, she looks like the cancer in the anus of society. Yeah. But beyond Nancy Grace, she looks like little Debbie puked yeah, in the right. mouth she needs of that a dog. Lot of makeup. You know what she needs? Pulling down the, she, the pants yeah. of the sun baby. You know what she? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. What Nancy Grace needs is uh, you know one of those uh, big masks or uh, helmets from uh, McDonald's. Yeah, Ronald McDonald had. I'd rather. She, I wish she would wear one of those. I could, even then we'd sense she's a gnarled, twisted trunk of a person. Even then, uh, in, in, inside of that, no, you, know, you know, you know what, you know what, Nancy Grace has never done. She's never dropped a hot, tasty pod. I'll tell you that right now. She's a she's a twisted, dark, like ember of a I soul. I think that's. We've said a lot about her, but I think if I met her in person. And I was forced to have sex with her. I'd make her wear that Ronald McDonald head. But even then, when I was finished, I'd be like, you know what? I could barely stand to come to Climax, you gnarled, twisted, bark-ridden drunk of a woman. <laughs> exactly. We know that there's a that there's something underneath that mask. You would know. You would sense it. She looks like one of the terrifying trees from Wizard of Oz. She does. She really does. She does. Not even like a flying monkey. All I'm saying is there's a lot of men that could use a little makeup. But that's what I think. And, and I'm just saying I think we'll look back on makeup and be like, really... Um, I don't think women should be judged by their their looks any more than men should. Now, let me just say, I don't think women should be judged by their looks any more than men should. And I think by wearing makeup, that sort of you know perpetuates the uh, idea that it's okay that we judge them that way. And uh, I, speaking as a man, that's all I'm saying. What about women are so beautiful? I don't think they really need. What about clothing? But don't you think they they don't? We end up seeing them. I'll tell you when a woman looks most beautiful. Right when she gets out of the water. I mean, the makeup's gone. Unless, Except for unless Nancy Grace. Looks like a fucking sea monster. Coming out like of a fucking kraken coming out. It's like a kraken coming out of a sewage ditch you with a gnarled, the, twisted trunk inside seen, of her. You ever seen the with, lady uh, with, in the which lake? Which is a cancer on the yeah. anus of society. You ever seen the lady in the lake? Imagine if that woman had been pulverized by an asteroid <laughs> and then put back together using horse glue and dead rat shit. <laughs> And that's actually shit that comes out of a rat after it's that, dead. It's my friend, is Nancy Grace. That's on her headshot, no, actually. But then you, a, why don't you? That's a dangerous. We should put slope. that in skywriting. It's a dangerous slippery slope. Okay. Because why? Well, why, then why not clothing? I think makeup is largely because girls want to look prettier. Girls do look pretty. I think that actually the makeup is they sort do, of a. Makeup I makes think them it's. Look pretty. I think it's. There's an insecurity has grown over the years that they can't look as pretty without makeup, and but men for some reason don't need. They do though. I mean, it's. No, it's, I think. But men also look would look nicer if you put some sort of corrective makeup on your face. Well, the exception I would give. I, I think mean, you're, you're using this just for men beard dye. What that's do you true. Say about that. <laughs> that's true. Cash. <laughs> Unbelievable. That's true. And plus, you know, when you're wearing a sombrero like I'm wearing right now, uh, you do care about how you look. There's no doubt about that. Nancy Grace looks like someone took Marlon Brando's stomach and just <laughs> put it over her face and head and then put that Han Solo cryogenic thing. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. I do. He put that on top of his fat Marlon Brando blubber face. <laughs> Hey, buddy, we're running out of time here. I'm having so much fun with you, but uh, I know you got to go. Um, we're going to move it along to uh, our final segment. Sorry we had to skip a few, but we're going to move it along to the, uh, the maskers uh, segment. Uh, and, uh, you know... Like 85% of superheroes, this is... 
Masters. Now, I am sorry. What the... What? What the fuck? I, I, I'm sorry. I know this is your show, but that... No, no, no. That cannot be the theme song, and I, I hope that the listeners and viewers will support us. But that... No. What, what is he referring to? Superheroes. What is he talking about? I, I... You know, I wasn't responsible completely for the music, but I, I mean, I love his music, but, you know, we just kind of gave him some leeway to do what he wanted. I mean, is he saying that 85% of superheroes are masters of the questions that are being asked? Because if that's the case, then okay. A-okay. It should still be clear. I think you have a good point, buddy. And I appreciate you defending the honor of this segment when you come in. Sometimes I feel like you... Well, people... I want to tell a story. Mm-hmm. And it's not about me. It's a friend mm-hmm. of mine. Mm-hmm. There's a friend of mine, and he was walking in the botanical gardens on an August afternoon. And as he was walking and smelling the pollen and seeing butterflies land gently on top of bees that were gently landing on top of dandelions. Oh, yeah. It was teamwork that afternoon (laughs) in the insect world. As he was walking and enjoying his August afternoon, a little girl walked up to him and said, Hi. I like your hot pod. Cashing in with T.J. Miller. And this friend of mine, friend, said, Why, thank you very much, little girl. What's your favorite section? And she said, I like the maskers. Because it's all about masks. And that's when he attached a giant wasp hive. And he hit the little girl repeatedly over the head, over and over again, until she was stung beyond recognition. Her face was so bloated and stung, she looked like a little Nancy Grace. (laughs) And this friend of mine sure felt bad about it. But not as bad as that little girl felt for saying that BS about the maskers section. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for that story. If, if you're watching the podcast, you're watching uh, you really right enjoy now. that part. You just tuned in. If you just yeah, the visual on that was great. Just the green mm-hmm. line that that was beautiful. I mean, what, but, sec- we're, what but, seconds went? Past? But listen, buddy, this is the maskers section, and usually we talk about a couple of loose ends for this too. You know, I'm so excited about. I looked into our billboard idea, which really now is all I care about. It's all I think about. It's what I fantasize about, TJ, is getting that billboard done. And I think we need to do it in a really fun place where we can look forward to going. Summer, winter time. And I think we should do it sometime in Colorado, I've decided. What do you think? Silverthorne. Because that way, Silverthorne, it sounds good. Like, I've, honey, I've got to go do my Mecca can to I the just... billboard in Silverthorne. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. David. You're, uh, you're in a Mount car. the flag on the horse. You're in a, yeah. Volks, you're in a Volkswagen rabbit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can I just tweet like this real quick? Yeah. You said six days ago, oh, okay. I've been awake 38 hours, mm-hmm. but my pelvis is taking a cat nap. <laughs> Now, yeah, I love that. So you're Thank awake, you. but your whole pelvis. Sometimes I can put parts of my body asleep, and yes. you just, yeah. I, I, I mean, did it, does it feel like when your foot falls asleep? Because when my foot falls asleep, it tingles. I don't like that on my foot, but I'd be okay with it on my it's pelvis. Pretty nice on the pelvis because I'll tell you what it does. It splits your body in half. It does so the middle of my body is completely loose, you know, like jello. But you're awake. But and my moving. upper and lower parts. Wide awake, unbelievable! Right? Right? Do you will yourself. So what I did to do is that? I had a lower part of my uh, body do the first show that night. There were two shows, and then I had the upper part do the second show. Now the first the pelvis show, wasn't involved with either show. He the was first sleeping. The show must have been terrible because you were just doing the show with your legs. Just my legs. Yeah, and that I'm is very. But you know, so I'm it's very, a silent show. My legs. My legs are pretty emphatic. 
about comedy. Pretty emphatic. They're that pretty was emphatic. in Santa Rosa, and that was the running part of the show. And the guy came to me and said, I'm going to kill those legs. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I want to know what people think. You know, Do they want to vote for, the is there another town right. that, that would, that, where the Somewhere in Colorado. I want good. it to be someplace that we look forward to. This is very affordable. I looked into it. It's going to be like two or 300 a month, and I think to keep that going for the rest of our lives, you do the math, it would probably, or, or actually, we wanted to do it for eternity, so that'll be a little bit more for the Kickstarter campaign, but we want the billboard. I want it badly. I think it'd be so awesome to go out there and we'll have our concerts there. We'll commit suicide uh, from on top of it. I would like to say... um, We'll do shows there. I would like to say I'll be the first if we do start a Kickstarter campaign and... Uh, you know, which any of the viewers could help us with. But, you know, viewers out there, if you want to start the Kickstarter campaign, I will be the first to donate to it. Yeah. <laughs> That's big of you. That's I big really will. Look, buddy, and I, I'm looking forward to it. I think we're going to do Let's do it a little bit outside of Denver, small town, so that we can keep it going. Somewhere we'd like to look forward to going to, where we so can all stay. To the so, like, a, like a Woodstock-type place uh, where we can all go and, and party. And then when we kick it off, we're going to actually have a, a bottle, like we're you know christening a ship. And we'll, we'll smash it against the uh, billboard. And then we'll have an outside party. Breaking the billboard, and that hole will represent the shirts that I wear. Yes. What do you think, buddy? I mean, I love it. I love it. We're going to do it. Uh, in two weeks, we're going to start this. So so let us know in the next two weeks. We are going to do the billboard. Yeah, we're you doing really, it. You've got to tell us, though, where you think it would be. Where, where, where should it be? It's got to be a fun Durango, vacation place. Pueblo, Silverthorne. Fun vacation place. Now, we're almost done. Maybe we, it's I know in we, Wisconsin. I think it's got to be Colorado because I went to school there. You grew up there. Okay, Colorado. We got to do it. It's going to be good. A uh, couple things real quick, and we got to get out of here. Drain Monkey uh, wrote something I thought it was funny on iTunes. The people have been just so nice on iTunes to write these nice reviews for us. Uh, he wrote, uh, I love this podcast almost as much as Chipotle. I started listening to this during a horrible bout of garbage cock, and it really helped me get through it. And <laughs> I just, I got to say, TJ, our, the thing I've loved most about doing this show is how funny the people that listen are i mean we get the funniest tweets and is comments seriously i really like i have laughed so hard at the things being sent to me i just wanted to thank all of you who are listening it's just been so fun to get some and yeah, people I, doing these jokes back to us i love it when people mention it on twitter when they say hello when you say you like the show you know tell me which episodes you like which ones you didn't like i like all that stuff i'll say too that it's interesting because you know we're sort of building the show with the viewers and and the cool thing about you know I think the hottest of pods when you're dropping really hot sizzling pods, hot spicy pods sizzling spicy pods double shots Ooh. double shots of pods just the crispiest cast <laughs> no no go on that all right back to hot pods crispy hot spicy when pods you, when you're dropping the really hot pods delectable tasty licks I think you're you're definitely saying you know we're <laughs> you're definitely making that little noise. <laughs> Uh, listen, buddy, we're going to get real quick to the maskers. One masker, and then we're out of here. Okay. Um, this is we from, appreciate you guys. Yeah, Thanks we appreciate it. Reviewing. I just wanted to thank you. You cheer me up on some days where I'm just like kind of bummed out. Uh, the hottest and, pods, uh, though, and, and, and you guys ones, really do cheer me up. The hottest pods are the ones that I think connect with a certain kind of audience, and that's what we mm-hmm. want to do. We don't want to have the most viewers. No, we, we don't. We just want to have the viewers that are the most like us and... And you know they get what, what we're saying. Right. We get what you're saying. Exactly. And we, we our goal was never to have trillions and trillions of listeners. It was to have the twelve and a half people that really saw uh, things the same way we do in some ways. Really so that enjoy was, it. Yeah. You know, twelve and a half people that really truly think Nancy Grace is the most is the worst. But that's all we really need to have in common. She's Let's be honest. So gross. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Captain Arg. 
uh, who we like. He's a friend of the show. Uh, Julia Stiles, fuckable or unnecessarily large face? And I thought I'd ask you this because you have an unnecessarily large head. Mm-hmm. Uh, fuckable or unnecessarily large face? I mean, I don't think anybody... Fuckable is a weird thing to say. A little hurtful. Little, it but, is because, you know, fuckable just means like you are above the lowest level mm-hmm. that I will stoop to have fuck. Because, of course, I mean, she's, she's a very pretty fuck. woman. And we've talked about this before. I do think if, you, if you're able to have an erection and you have nothing better to do, I don't see any reason not to use it, especially on someone like Julia Stiles. And I, I've disagreed with that. But no, I, I think if you can get erection, there's no reason not to. See, let others enjoy it. Now That's I, all I'm saying. As a master of unnecessarily large faces, I am actually going to go out there and say she has an unnecessarily large face and that makes her more fuckable. Because I like a little extra face, you know. Mm-hmm. I like some room on the face. I can put a cigarette and an ashtray. A little on more there. cushion for the pushing. Is that yeah. what you're saying? You know, you just have a little, little more area for you to put your face onto. A more real know? estate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. A little more yogurt land. I like a you know what really, I'm saying. A little a more really, yogurt land. I like a really big yogurty. <laughs> just I like a yogurty face. I'd like to take Julia Styles to yogurt land and rip that place off, and hopefully there'd be no blenders going in the background. Of course that was over at Jamba Juice. But I would take some, you know what I would do? I would take some uh, immunity over at Jamba, and I'd I'd give I'd give Julia Styles a little piece of my loving. I love I love Julia Styles. <laughs> a little piece of my I loving. Like a little extra face. The only face where I could use a little less would be Nancy Grace. I'd like her face to be so small that it's just her little puggish nose. <laughs> He's got that nose peeking out of that shitty, ugly blouse. You know, if Julia Stiles walked in right now, I would say, hot diggity. <laughs> she walked- Time to give you a little piece of my loving. <laughs> That's how I do it. If she would come in, I'd go, caca, caca. <laughs> <laughs> She'd go, what is that, a drunk bald eagle? I'd say, you got to get these pants off to find out, sister. Look at that face. There's plenty left over. <laughs> Time for my yogurt land. Hey, TJ Miller, thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. I, I really enjoyed this episode with you. Please come back. Thank you to all the viewers. I'm available all the time. Rule right number one, screen. will you come back again? Rule number two, w- around what time? We've got a pretty busy <laughs> month, but what are you thinking? That's rule number two. Now leaving Nerdist.com.